0: Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law.
1: Welcome to the Seattle Mariners baseball podcast. Goodbye
2: baseball and walk up. Winner for Mitch Hattiger. Swing, line drive. This game is over. Goodbye, baseball. Mitch Hattiger ties it up here in the bottom of the ninth inning.
0: Now, here's your host, Gary Hill. All right. Welcome back, Seattle Mariners Baseball Podcast. Great to have you here once again as we have a lot to talk about from this weekend. I'm laughing because. I'm doing this podcast alongside Satchel, my my dog, who I I think has made (laughs) appearances on the podcast before. She has very little interest in me doing this podcast. She would just prefer that I give her pets instead of doing the podcast. But I'm going to power through and do both, pet the dog and do the podcast. It's it's multitasking, and that's what I'm doing, so (laughs) – or at least – that's what I'm trying to do. So we have a lot to talk about from what happened over the weekend. It was a pretty incredible weekend at T Mobile Park as the Mariners taking on the Boston Red Sox, the first home series of the weekend, and it was I mean, it had everything. It was highly entertaining. Highly successful, taking three of four from the defending World Series champions, which is and the way they went about it, which is amazing. So we have a ton of highlights to get to. I mean, the offensive fireworks were on display. We have a lot of reaction from the weekend, including Scott Service. Also, Boston in town, which means one of our favorites was in ch- in town. Uh, Hall of Famer for the Red Sox, Joe Castiglione, their play-by-play voice. We have a very fun conversation and If you've ever listened to any Red Sox broadcast or if you lived in the New England area, I think you are especially going to love our conversation, (laughs) (laughs) especially regarding Shaws. That's all I'm going to say. You know what I'm talking about if you've ever listened to the Red Sox on the radio or lived in the New England area or anything along those lines. I think you'll especially enjoy our conversation with Joe Castiglione. First things first, I mean, you look at the Boston Red Sox coming in, and we know about their offense. I mean, they scored more runs than any other team in baseball last year, a ton of thump. I mean, Betts, Martinez, Bogarts, you go down the list, as good as it gets in the middle of the order. Betts, the MVP, Martinez, fourth in voting last year. And the rotation. I mean, you look at their five, a really solid Five up and down. Uh, more than that, at the top with Chris Sale is one of the best there is. But Avaldi, with his wicked stuff, and Rodriguez can really throw. Uh, you know, a Cy Young Award winner in the mix as well. Price, the only one they missed. Uh, you know, you got Porcello yesterday, and Price is going to pitch today. But he's the only one they missed. But that's a really good. Starting five in this league, and you look at what the Mariners did to the Red Sox rotation in these five games. The Red Sox rotation, 15 innings, 28 hits, 28 runs, 22 of those earned, 11 walks, 8 home runs, an ERA of 13.20 in those four games, which is amazing. And it started out, I mean, Aaron and I were talking about this the first game of the series. You face Chris Sale, and of all the guys that you don't want to face, he is towards the very top of the list. I mean, of opening day starters, he is, what, top three of guys you don't want to face? Uh, that did not phase the Mariners at all.
1: Next pitch will be number 70 for Sale. Here it comes. Swing,
2: Beckham, deep to center field. Bradley to the track, to the wall, gone! the batter's eye it's bp
1: on opening day against chris sale the third mariners home run and the second from tim beckham all this guy does is hit dingers
0: and seemingly that's all the mariners were doing uh, just hitting dingers in the series seven earned off chris sale in game one of this series keep in mind his previous seven starts against the Mariners, he gave up seven earned runs as they just went wild offensively, winning the opener 12-4. to They were in line to win Game 2 of the series, and this one has more long-term ramifications as the Red Sox came back to win Game 2 7-6 to six, as Mitch Moreland a pinch-hit home run to win it, a three-run blast, and... Hunter Strickland, grade two lat strain. He's going to be out a couple of months, so that throws the bullpen into real flux. Now, the Mariners bounce back on Saturday with some more fireworks offensively.
2: Rodriguez from the stretch and the pitch of Bruce. Swung out and a well-hit ball. Deep to right center field. Going, going. Goodbye baseball. Jay Bruce with his first home run in a Mariners uniform. A three-run drive. Into the lower deck in right center field. It's now the Mariners 6 and the Red Sox 2. Jay Bruce's first home run of the season. And it's a clutch home run here in the bottom of the 5th inning. Welcome to Seattle, Jay Bruce.
0: And then something I don't think any of us have seen before. Dylan Moore and you just, you really felt for him. On the field, three consecutive errors in the ninth inning that could have closed this one down.
2: The 0-2 on the way, rumble to Martinez, swinging a ground ball to third, the kid bobbles it, recovers, got time, toss across, low, and it's off the glove of Healy, and another run scores. Devers to third, he'll stop there. Scoring on the play is Betts, a throwing error by Dylan Moore, his third consecutive error. In the last three plays here in the top of the ninth inning, and now it's a one-run game.
0: That was unbelievable. I've never seen anything like that. Three in a row, it got the Red Sox to within one, but rumble o comes out of the pen to finish it off. He does it himself with a strikeout.
2: Here's the stretch and the 0-2 on the way. Strike three called. It's over. Holy smoke. There is magic in the magenta here at T-Mobile Park. The Mariners hang on by their fingertips. And they win it 6-5 over the Boston Red Sox. Tonight here at T-Mobile Park. They go to 4-1 and one on the season. Nick Rumbelow striking out Xander Bogarts on three pitches and the Mariners finally finally get that 27th out they hang on and win it Boston three in the top of the ninth and the Mariners win it by a score of six to five here at T-Mobile and 35,000 fans are gonna head home happy the Mariners with their fourth win of the year now four and one how about
0: that Crazy game, wild win. Uh, Ryan Healy after the ball game. Uh, pretty interesting conversation with Shannon.
3: All right, guys, I'm here with Ryan Healy right now. And, Ryan, we saw a lot of good stuff at the beginning of that game, but I want to just address, I mean, we've all been young players before. You've all had nights that are rocky. I saw you talk a little bit to Dylan Moore after that second era. What do you do to kind of calm him down there?
4: Unfortunately, I have too much experience doing that at third base, and it's not fun, and I know the feeling. And, You just you can't control it. I mean, I just told him I said use your breath and want the next ball Um, You know for me that kind of made me grow as a defender and there's no guarantee it never happens again But you never want to see it, but as being a young player and seeing him I hope he learns from that and he gets better. I know he will
3: and there's nothing better You can see than run just one two three after that.
4: That was beautiful Yeah, I mean all our pitchers attacking the strike zone all day long giving us an opportunity to win that game and It feels nice to come out on top
3: Seen something consistent in a lot of these wins. You guys score early. You get that pitch count up in the first inning. How is that contributing?
4: We're prepared. Um, Our hitters are prepared. We're executing our plans, and I really like where we're at. Um, Long season, but so far so good. Uh, Just got to continue it.
3: Home runs are great, but two out RBIs are great, too. You came up in the first inning. You you had guys on. What are you looking for there?
4: Just a pitch to hit. Um, You know, just, just trying to simplify my zone, get something in the outfield. Not trying to do too much. Uh you know, two outs right there, three yard home run is great, but that's not my mindset by any means. I'm trying to get a nice base hit. pick up that RBI and get the run on the board for the team.
3: And you get things going in the fourth again and you go the other way.
4: God, that was fun. I love hitting the ball the other way. I'm gonna I'm gonna keep trying to do that more.
3: Sounds like a good play in there. <laughs> Lastly, Mike Leake. I mean, just to come in from the spring and it seems like he picks up. This is a guy that can give you six, seven good innings any time out.
4: They call him veterans for a reason. Uh that guy's done it for I don't want to sell him short, but eight, nine, ten years, whatever it may be, and uh, he's fun to, fun to play behind, really, really professional.
3: Great win tonight. Thank you, Ryan.
4: Thank you.
0: Ryan Healy now with six doubles on the season, and for context, he had 15 last year. <laughs> he, he, at this pace, he's going to be there before the month of April is out. Uh, to go along with two home runs, I mean, eight extra base hits to start this season for Ryan Healy, what a start. It has been for the Mariners third baseman slash first baseman so far this season. And that set up a game against Porcello yesterday. A gorgeous day at T Mobile Park. Just just perfect out. And again, the Red Sox, this time they turn the tables. They jump on the Mariners early. A three-nothing lead early on. The Mariners strike back for a couple in the second inning, but then the M's offense, again, they just explode in the third.
1: Porcello sets right beneath his beard. He delivers.
0: Swing, cork to
1: right field. It is carrying. It is carried. It is gone. Home run right field. Omar Narvaez. His second in a Mariners uniform, halfway up the lower bowl in right field. And he has given the Mariners a
2: 5-3 lead in the bottom of the third.
0: Mariners weren't done either.
2: Here's the pitch on the way. Swing and a well-hit ball deep to right field. Betts going back looking up. Goodbye baseball. Jay Bruce with a home run last night and a home run this afternoon. His second home run of the season. And it gives the Mariners a 10-6 lead over the Red Sox here in the bottom of the fourth inning. And, yes, indeed, Jay's bat is hitting up.
0: Yeah, you could say that. Bruce had a nice ball game, a couple hits, scored three times, a home run. Narvaez had a couple hits. He drove in three. Haneker, a couple of ribbies. He had two hits. Healy, two more hits. Gordon, two hits, three RBIs. I mean, up and down the lineup. Some serious damage again, although, again, it would not be easy in the ninth inning. Guerin started the inning three walks. Bradford comes on. His first appearance of the season, he would issue a walk to walk a run home and just no margin for error with the bases loaded. He would get a punch out of Vasquez and then facing Bradley to try and close down a series win.
2: And the 1-2 pitch on the way. Swing and a ground ball to Gordon at second. He's got it. The throw to first. It's over. The Mariners hang out and win it. 10-8 over the Boston Red Sox. And they win the opening series here at home. Three games, the one over the defending champs.
0: So there it was. They take three of four from the Boston Red Sox to start the season as the Mariners 5-1 to begin play so far this year pretty good start you sweep aside the a's playoff team last year you take three of four from the defending world champions we'll take a look at what's coming up next in a moment first let's hear from the skipper after what was a very nice series you told everybody
5: to hang in there didn't you? i that.
0: <laughs> they the call, just hang in there watch
5: all nine innings you never know what you'll see
4: it's another game huh
5: Yeah, what a series. Um, You know, really um, unbelievable series uh, by our offense. Uh, Our guys really swung the bats well. We, more than anything else, really controlled the strike zone. Uh, We didn't chase a lot. You know, we got big hits. We hit homers. Uh, it was really fun to watch. And, you know, guys really, you know, confidence, uh, really growing uh, amongst the guys in the lineup. Uh, the matter where we really put them in the lineup, they're just having good at-bats. And, you know, Omar, big day. Jay's starting to get it going. Healy continues to swing to bat well. Haney does what he does. D gets a couple hits. I mean, you go up and down the lineup, everybody's contributing. And that's what it takes to put big numbers up against a team like this.
4: To think about what's big event.
5: Oh, no, no doubt. They, they won it all last year and, you know, driven by, you know, they got a good team. There's no question about that. But uh, our guys are ready to hit right from the beginning of the ball game. I think that's really what stood out for me. Uh, we have a really good game plan going into the game. Uh, guys are talking a lot about amongst themselves, how they're going to attack, what are we, how we're going to beat this guy today. And that's what it takes. Everybody uh, on the same page going forward there, not just one guy thinks he's got it all figured out and then the other guys are on their own. It's really a, a, a team effort. Uh, it's great to see, you know, we're coming together as a ball club and, you know, uh, great way to start the season here at home. It's a power these uh, No, I, I knew we'd hit some homers. Uh, it seems like the ball is carrying here. But, you know, those balls are hit. Uh, too many cheap ones uh, getting out of here. So uh, um, I, I did. I, I thought we would have power uh, on this club. Um, some of the other things, I mean, uh, Tim Beckham has been fantastic. You know, again, controlling the strikes. So on knowing where the outside corner is and making them come over the plate, and that's what our guys are doing right now do you think has clicked with Healy as far as the you know, six straight games with an extra base hit? Uh, yeah, Ryan's uh, really changed his approach. Uh, he's made a couple uh, adjustments with his swing mechanically, uh, really cut down his leg kick, uh, which has made things simpler for him. Uh, but using the whole field to hit has been a big thing. You know, He slapped the base hit to right field today, two strikes, not trying to pull the ball, just be a tough out. And along the way, he's going to walk a little bit more. The power's there. Uh, but just being a tougher out is what he's really focused on, and it's paying off right now. About that ninth inning? yeah how about it <laughs> <laughs> yeah I um, mean yeah, again like I said we're going to have different guys kind of go through that really just trying to, to match them up and I think sometimes you know it's just it's still three outs you know, we put somebody out there in the 6 you you're out there to get three outs and then go from there. Same, you know, it's tough. toughest to get the last three. I, I get it. But, you know, what we didn't do today, we, we, we did it to ourselves, self-inflicted. we got to throw strikes. you got to pound the strike zone. And if they hit you, if they hit one out of the park, they got us the other night. They hit it out of the park, but we threw it over the plate. Um, and that's really kind of been our calling card as a pitching staff since I've been here. We've had guys that do throw it over the plate, and we got them. Uh, I think today we got a little bit too fine. Corey did. And, you know, it just wasn't his day. Uh, luckily, Jason uh, Bradford stepped up, hadn't pitched in a while, and pitched all series. But uh, we know what we're going to get with Jason. Get a great effort. He's going to throw the ball over the plate, and that's what we needed at that time. But I, you know, going back to our pitch, I thought Wade LeBlanc threw the ball really well today. Uh, we did not help him defensively. We should have turned a couple double plays, and if we did that, he probably would have walked out of there maybe given up one run. Uh, but, uh, again, that's what Wade does. That's what our starters do. That's kind of what, what drives us, and we've got to continue to throw it over the plate. To give
6: the
5: nice yeah, Matt threw the ball really well. Um, You know, he does. He gets on a good roll. He's got a good slider, and he'll throw it in any count, uh, which is going to allow him to have success in this league. But uh, we're going to need contributions from everybody. Uh, One night you might see a guy on top of his game, and, you know, Rumble wasn't quite as sharp today, but they all got a pitch, and they're all going to have to chip in.
0: It's amazing, this offensive start so far, uh, and granted a head start, two games on most of baseball so not a surprise on the counting numbers they're ahead in just about every category i mean 15 home runs best in the american league 14 doubles they've scored 48 runs betting 270 as a team that's third best 366 on base percentage third best slugging 553 second best second best ops at 919 Yeah, granted six games into this thing but uh, just a great start offensively for this team. So deep, the quality of plate appearances showing through in every single ball game, and uh, who knows what's going to happen starting tonight. But this is a series to certainly enjoy, taking three or four from the defending world champions, and the way it happened, and <laughs> it wasn't without, you know, uh, it wasn't without some white knuckle down the stretch in two of those ball games, but. They got the win, so Mariners now turn their attention to the Angels starting tonight before uh, heading to Chicago. So two games. Felix Hernandez takes the ball for the first time this season. Chris Stratton will go for the Angels in game one of this two-game series. The Angels off to a one-and-three start so far this season. And then coming up Uh, Tomorrow, the Mariners will send to the hill Marco Gonzalez. He will get his third start of the season. Trevor Cahill will take the ball, the new Angel, after he was knocked off in his first start. So Mariners and Angels starting tonight from T-Mobile Park. Right now, fun conversation with the Red Sox in town. Hope you enjoy this one. Joe Castiglione, Red Sox Hall of Famer. Joe, thanks for coming by. An early visit to Seattle for you this year.
6: Well, it's great. We love coming in the summer because it never rains. Of course, we've been dry while we've been here, but uh, this is one of our favorite ports to visit. There's so much to do here in such a beautiful area, although the games have not been too pretty.
1: <laughs> <laughs> we always have to check in you whenever you're here, Joe. You're either... Uh, biking around UW, or you're out on a kayak in Lake Union. What were you doing this week? Well, trip? we had
6: the off day, so we did both. Yeah, really? Yeah, took nice. Josh and wow. I. We went uh, kayaking on Lake Union, and uh, where down Orcilla, now a San Diego, famously capsized several years ago <laughs> and <laughs> pulled a groin muscle, or so we said. <laughs> and the biking around UW was great. Uh, uh, there was a softball game going on, and uh, they were a big power there, I guess, huh?
1: You do some play by play?
6: Yes. Oh, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Short porch, though, and left. <laughs> yeah, that's, right.
2: that's right. What was it like to win it again, Joe, for you?
6: Well, this was they're all different, uh, Rick. 04 was all about the greatest comeback of all time, winning one for dead relatives, ending the curse. 07 was wire to wire, the best team in baseball. 13 uh, was about Boston strong after the marathon yeah. bombings, the way we pulled together. And last year was just about a special group of guys, uh, who set records with 119 wins, 108 regular season, 11-3 and three in the postseason. It's probably the best group of uh, guys we've ever had in terms of their ability and uh, their camaraderie and their personalities. Uh, they really pulled together. This was no more 25 uh, players, 25 Cavs. This group is really together. And uh, only one change uh, right now from last year from last year's team that finished the only Colton Brewers is new right now.
0: I was thinking about Mookie Betts, getting to watch him every day must be such a pleasure. The year he had last year, you've seen a lot of great offensive years in your time with Boston. Is there one that sticks out above any others just in terms of individual seasons?
6: Well, we saw Wade Boggs hit over 360 several times, and uh, of course David Ortiz with his heroics mm. and I was there for Yaz's last year, and he still could hit a fastball at 44. But as far as an all-around threat, the Mookie Betts has it all. He's a five-tool player, and he's such a great athlete. I mean, he's bowled several 300 games. <laughs> he's five nine. He can dunk a basketball from a standing still start. And uh, he, we watched him run a pass pattern. <laughs> he hadn't played yeah. football since high school, but we, and uh, he's just amazing. He's a tremendous athlete, but he's so well-grounded. And the great thing about Mookie, if you watch him, his reaction when a teammate hits a home run, he's happier when that teammate hits a home run than when he's the guy that does it. And he really sets the tone. He's really the team leader.
1: Uh, Joe, you, in the process of calling the World Series this past season, you were a part of one of the most historic games in World Series history, and that was the 18 inning marathon in Los Angeles. Unfortunately, it went to the Dodgers on Max Muncie's walk off home run, but it really kind of created this, this all time Red Sox cult hero in Nathan Avaldi, who, of course, resigned with the ball club. But what was that game like? What was it like? broadcasting a game where you needed a couple of meals once uh, regulation ended
6: <laughs> you know when those things go on you get caught up in it and uh, they don't seem that long and actually where well, there are a lot of quick innings without many threats the red sox did take the lead in the 13th i think it was and then kinsler made an error gave it back but Ovaldi threw 97 pitches and he just pitched the the day before in relief and offered to pitch the next day but that really brought the team together losing that game because alex Carr before the media got in there called the team together and uh, congratulated them on a great effort and then singled out Ivaldi. And the players all gave Ivaldi a standing ovation. And the next day they had a team breakfast, and avaldi offered to pitch again that same, that next day in game four. And I walked in the clubhouse to do the manager's show. The players were just arriving, and it was such a happy atmosphere. It wasn't like they just lost this grueling 7-hour, 18 18- inning game and i i think alex helped create that feeling by his reaction to that tough loss
2: what has alex cora meant to your ball club great job last year first year as a major league manager
6: well he's a great communicator rick and when he played we thought he'd be a manager and uh he's of course bilingual and uh that's a big factor but he really knows players he knows the psyche of players uh, yeah. what makes them go and what they need to hear And he's got an open door. He's a really good communicator, and and knows the game inside and out. And I think he's not afraid to ask a question if he's not sure of something. He got a veteran bench coach in Ron Renike, whom he played for in the Dodgers system. I think at San Antonio in Double A, and he relies on his staff quite a bit. He's a good delegator as well, but he really does know how to deal with players.
1: You know, Joe, people can listen to you all across the world whenever they want uh, online with the At-Bat app. And years before the At-Bat app was even a thing, I first heard you on the actual radio in New England when I was a broadcast intern for the Bourne Braves in the Cape Cod Baseball League, Joe. And ever since I first heard you, along with liking your call so much, there's one thing that always stands out to me when I think about Joe Castiglione. And that is Shaw's.
6: <laughs> <laughs> you sound like Aaron Boone. He mimics me. Now, now no. Joe. He's not the only one. He goes, Joe, just take me for Shaw's in Star Market. I say, Aaron, uh, the uh, strawberries are 99 cents a pint this week. <laughs> now, Joe, I'm, I'm ambushing you here, okay?
1: Our good friend, and yours as well, a great friend actually, Kevin Kremen, is oh, engineering yes. for you right we're, now. We're very
6: fortunate to have Kevin.
1: Now, Kevin came in here to use our printer to print some promos for you and he knows how much i love joe castiglione for Shaw's. so he dropped <laughs> off for us a couple of reads joe. okay and if you would would you be so kind here's the first one for you we'd like to hear
6: now through thursday april 4th find a home run of a deal with select varieties of signature select pizza pepperoni five cheese spicy italian sausage and more for only 3.99 each only at shaw's the official supermarket of the Boston Red Sox radio network. He just made his
2: day. I got because uh, one, one's
1: not enough. Second read on this one uh, is short and sweet, but right to the
6: point. Shaw's is going to love this one. Now <laughs> through Thursday, April fourth, value packs of eighty percent lean ground beef are on sale for only two forty nine a pound. Only at Shaw's, the official supermarket of the Boston Red Sox radio network. If you hit Aaron Boone with that, he will he will tell you all about the price of the strawberries. <laughs> <laughs>
1: How long have you been doing Shaws for?
6: Uh, I think they've been our, our prime sponsor. They sponsor the whole network, It's and it's about 15 years.
1: Now, do you have and, you ever uh, paid for anything at Shaws?
6: <laughs> <laughs> the only perk I get is when I go into my local Shaws, which is about a mile from my house, the manager sees me and opens up a cashier lane, so I don't have to wait in line.
1: Wow. That's so. worth it. That's great. <laughs> That's a great perk. <laughs> that is a great it perk. It really is.
6: And, uh, you know, it's... <laughs> It saves you a lot of time. Yeah.
1: Now, does anybody ever, when they open up the extra lane, does somebody see that, and then file in behind you, then they oh, close yeah, the gate? Oh yeah, definitely, definitely.
6: Yes, then I get dirty looks too from the other patrons.
0: <laughs> but uh,
6: they don't read It's well Shaw's worth commercial. it. So I'm the grocery shopper in my house when we're in town, and yeah. uh, you know
1: the
3: deal. It's only
6: at Shaw's yeah.
3: and Star Market.
6: Uh,
1: my day, my week, and my season is now complete. <laughs>
6: Uh, the Bourne Braves, I've seen their games. Have you? Yes. All right. Very nice. Cape Cod League is great.
1: It is a great spot. It's a wonderful place. And uh, a, a good many young broadcasters are going to start these days in the Cape League. Yeah, they
6: really are with the internet. And uh, it's uh, it's a great training ground, of course, baseball every day.
1: Sure. Joe, this is a blast as always. We can't thank you enough.
6: <laughs> Well, we love Seattle. We hate to leave here, but who knows, October? <laughs> yes. That'd be nice.
0: That's great, Joe. Perfect. Thanks a lot. Great to see you, Joe. All right.
6: Thank you Thank so you. much, guys. You, oh, that's fantastic. The Shaw's loves you, too. <laughs> they do now. Yes.